Man, 2020. Almost done. Fucked up year, man. Yeah, it's been a... But, but a good year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you, you know, and I'll tell you, you know, you know what my bar said. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Welcome to the rotor as the rotor turns. Um, welcome, welcome. You know, brought to you by Carlos Tavares, CEO of the Rescue Company One. You know, man, I've been trying to be self-conscious about that today. Every time I picked up the phone, I was like, oh. the Rescue Company One. Gotcha. Because uh, Ryan caught me yesterday saying it, the, the Rescue Company a couple times, but it's not, not the way it's supposed to be. You know, I was so, reading a book. Uh, uh, it's one of those great courses books. Um, it's like those like college lectures and stuff, and it was talking about like, the 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 evolution of language, or whatever, and mm-hmm. um, like the 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 number one contributor to like the the shifting of like languages or how we use our words is it's all boils down to the laziness of the tongue. Um, oh shit! Huh? Yeah. And, so your uh, tongue is lazy. You're not being lazy, but your tongue is. Well, you're lazy. Then you you show your laziness with your tongue in the way you shortcut words like going to gonna you know like that's yeah. that's a laziness of the tongue yeah um yeah, just or, cutting the speech in half <laughs> you know i never thought of my tongue as lazy there's a couple people out there that would probably tell you my tongue is not lazy it gets put some work in <laughs> it'll high five the flag man at least 20 times a minute <laughs> uh, nice <laughs> you know so hey uh for anybody out there this is the uh my opinion Carlos Tavares, not the opinion of the rescue company one or any of uh, his uh, people that hire the company or any of my employers. It's just whatever I want to say. So if anything I say offends you, well, turn the fucking shit off because I just told you to turn it off because <laughs> it may offend you if you easily offend it. You know, man, speaking about that, we saw a lot of that this year. Yeah, like cancel people. culture. Oh, man. Um, just, Yeah. Like, you know, it was uh, when the year started, man, what a fucked up way to start. You know, you start hearing all the shit about this virus and then, you know, all all the the deaths that happened and the rioting because of the deaths and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy, man. um, Yeah, it's it's so crazy that it's almost unbelievable that in a couple of days it's going to be 2021. And I remember when it, it felt like it was just yesterday where it was, we were rolling into 2020 and just starting this whole COVID thing. Like, that feels like yesterday, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, not, ghost just, towns everywhere. It was, yeah, yeah, man. It's crazy. You know, Ryan, like, I, I do think that I was looking at uh, my year goal list. And even with the way the year went, we, we still, like, superseded some goals, you know, and, and in some that – we learned that, you know, um, we needed to do some tweaking and stuff on it. But, man, it's like I feel more on track. Um, like I got more done than I really wanted to get done. You know what I mean? It was able. I mean, this year did turn out pretty good as far as us is concerned. Um, we still broke. <laughs> <laughs> but, we ain't suck, but we ain't sucking dick for money. So Right. You yeah. know, and that's where my bar is set. Basically, yeah, yeah. if I don't ever have to suck a dick for money, I, I, I'm winning. It's a good day. Yeah, no, I had a good day. I've still been winning for 49, yeah. uh, you know, 39 years, you know, <laughs> uh, winning. <laughs> and it's awesome, man. You know, um, and, you know, this thing we're doing right now was a goal that we always had for years, man. And this year, man, and thanks to you, made it a reality. So that's awesome. Certainly a team effort, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was a you know, and that so it's been cool, man. We got a couple of days in this last couple of days working here in the office. Yeah, yeah. Where, um, 
it, we had a plan, and that's the thing that everybody should know about us. We always have good intentions of when we start something, <laughs> and then we deviate left and right. But it was awesome working with you all day the last couple of days because a lot of times it's lonely here in the office. Yeah. It's just me by myself. Um, but we got a lot of shit done. Yeah, I don't think we deviate. I think it's uh, we think what we know what we need to do, or we do it. We set a schedule for the things we want to do, and then we get together and we realize, okay, well, we actually need to do these things instead. And, we, yeah. and it takes us coming together and being like, oh shit, we got to do this, or I didn't know we needed to do this, and our our wants change, and you know, we we just yeah. adapt. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, today started kind of all, off a little bad. You know, we uh, found out Steve Steve Nair died, passed away. So, yeah. Um, I'm sure by the time this comes out um, and it gets rolled out there, people will see that, um, you know, who Steve was. And um, Steve Nair, I meet him when I, I've been flying like two, two, three years. I think probably my third year or so. He, uh, he came from Hartford, Connecticut to, uh, I guess he flew over there in Hartford. And then come, came over for, uh, that's a good one. I uh, came over to Bay Flight and, uh, as a flight nurse, and he was like, uh, or he was already like a nurse practitioner and stuff. And he worked over there for a little bit for with us, and then he moved on to doing some other stuff that he was doing as a nurse practitioner. And then uh, I rolled back to when I came to air care, he was there as a nurse and worked with him again for a couple years. And then, again, Steve was one of those dudes, man. He would, like, work someplace and then, you would move somewhere else and then, you know, and then work a little bit there and then do somewhere else. But uh, definitely a, 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 a pretty cool dude uh, as far as like just, you know, I, I had a lot of fun with Steve, you right know, on, right you on. know and, and I learned some good stuff from him. Um, Pretty sad, man. Like the COVID claimed him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and believe it or not, this is the first person in this whole thing that I've known that's died from COVID. And um, and like man, I, I I really like a couple of weeks ago. I talked to myself. I'm like, man, I'm gonna make it through this whole thing. Like uh, I remember thinking about it right as the shot came out because you know when they put the thing out for us to go get our shots at work, right? Um, and I'm like, man, the shots, the vaccines out, and I'm gonna like make it and not know anybody that's died from this. And then, bam, yeah, this thing happened, which <clears throat> is crazy. Have you known anybody passed away that you know from the COVID at all? Or? No, I haven't. And um, I surely thought based off of, you know, the initial numbers and stuff, I didn't think anybody was going to be able to say they didn't know somebody that, yeah. you know. But um, no, I can't say that I, you know, fortunately, you know, I, can, I can't say that I can think of anybody. But uh, yeah, it's just that's tragic, though, man. I, yeah, it sucks, man. You know, but I'm a I'm a fan of you know, and I think Steve would be that the same type of guy that uh, you don't want anybody uh, being sad about him. You know, we celebrate people's deaths. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, um, so cheers to Steve. Cheers. Yeah. Oh, and that would be improper if I didn't yeah. actually have alcohol in this. Yeah, well, here's a little 1792. Uh, I tell you what, let's switch bourbon. it up. Let's try that. Yeah, a little 1792 bourbon going on. What you got on in the there? cup there? What you got on here? Right. Drinking that straight? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, uh, I got a little seven and seven inch going here. Word. All right. Right there. And uh a little small yeah. batch. Salute. Yeah. Salute, man. To Steve. Steve. You know, and uh you know who else twenty twenty claimed? Not from the COVID, but uh Debo. Like mm. the guy from Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. We started calling Ryan Debo on one of the trips we were going away, you know, every time you you know, you broke something out. Hey man, what you got? 
<laughs> so we started calling him, you know. But a lot of people didn't know that he was, uh, you know, Seuss in, uh, uh, in uh, WWF. He was a wrestler. I didn't know that. Did you not know that, man? No. Oh, get the man. fuck out. No, I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, so he's actually the bad guy in the um, in the No Holds Bar movie for, with uh, Hulk Hogan. You know? Ask me. Yeah, you you never seen that. Have no, you? I haven't seen oh, it. How can, dude, it's just culture just passed you by. Uh, oh, man, at least movie culture did. Jeez. You know a movie I started watching the other day? It's old as shit. It was like from like the 60s. Uh, you ever seen HUD with Paul Newman? Fuck yeah, I've seen HUD, man. Okay, I was watching HUD the other day. I was just <laughs> at the house. I got about halfway through it, and I think I fell asleep. But I never finished it. It was good, though. Yeah, man, I like a Paul Newman yeah. like, from time to time. You know, man, it's, uh, yeah, so Devo claimed him. Uh, Carl Weathers, uh, not Carl Weathers, uh, man, who was that dude that, I'm trying to think of his name now, I'm running a blank, I'll think of it here in a second, but uh, he went, uh, yeah, he got like in the Hall of Fame last year, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year, and then passed away this year. Don't know. Oh, man, I'll think about it, okay. I'll think about it here in a second. Yeah, because two dudes from the Hall of Fame last year died this year, and mm. uh, I'm like, man. But, yeah, I don't want to make this all about COVID and deaths, but I do want to ask you one question because I love your opinions of conspiracy and shit. Like, <clears throat> how do you think these numbers actually are? Like, because you said something interesting, like, these numbers are crazy, and then you don't know right. anybody pers- personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, this is solely just like, a, you know, just off the riff here. And But I, I, I'm really surprised based off of what I've been led to believe in my own research that um, based off of the numbers and just what you hear just like, you know, in the commonplace that I thought for sure there was no way we were going to make it to 2021 without like everybody just in some way, shape or form being um, catastrophically affected, you know, like by, by this whole COVID thing. And like I, I'm surprised that the, the, what we're being told and what we keep hearing and seeing is just, it, I don't know, to me, there's a part of it that just doesn't seem to add up. Um, but it, in the same place, like, I don't I don't want to jump to, like, this conclusion of, you know, it's not real or it's the, the numbers are, are you know, adjusted for whatever reason. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's You know, to me, man, it's definitely real, right? It's well, certainly real. It's definitely a real like, thing. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, it's definitely um, a real thing. And I just, man, I wonder, though, like, Where's all the body bags? Yeah, I mean, I and guess it's, you know that's that's just my thing. Like, and, and I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to offend anybody in this situation. I'm really not trying to offend anybody, and of course not, and not um, downplay what's happened because there's places apparently they have seen big, big toll, death tolls and stuff like that, and it's just like right, you know. But we can't, you can't help but uh, you know, kind of think about just historically, like just everything that's ever happened in the past and how you know we've been in multiple occasions been led to believe certain things and then you know information comes to light you know years down the road or somebody you know blows a whistle about something but you know i just you know if if you don't know better at least you know make the best decision that would you know um benefit everybody else so regardless of what you believe or think you know like just understand that it is real and we do need to you know protect each other and ourselves yeah wear your damn mask you know don't be, that you know, fu- like, don't be an idiot you don't know be that fucked up person um but you know who, who really knows i mean there, i mean we could start a whole episode and get into some conspiracy theories oh, and man. shit but you know it's who knows man like who knows what the what's on the agenda who's calling shots you know like who's behind and everything yeah, man. You know, it's, like, it's definitely a year full of surprises bro yeah. a year full of surprises the the rioting 
really like was reminiscent at least for me of you know i remember like the ronnie king stuff you know um, a few years ago um back in uh i want to say like 2014 or so where you had the 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 riots from you know the the, the other cop killings and stuff out of north carolina you saw those there's Ferguson. been so many man i lose track yeah it's and it's um uh, <laughs> it's insane you know i, I do want to mm-hmm. say one thing and and is that there is a there is bad apples in everything everything bro. you know there's bad apples and people with bad intentions and no. and people that don't consider other human beings in every no. aspect of the world whether it be paramedics nurses doctors um just there's fucked up people in the world yeah but we can't judge a whole community over a f- couple bad people well and that's the problem is like the we're being fed hate and division and it just perpetuates like just we need this, to fight. This, we need to fight. If, if you need to fight anything, you need to fight separating everybody. Right. You know, like, it, yeah, man. I'm all about <laughs> inclusiveness, man. Yeah, there it, shouldn't be yeah. any division of, you know, of anything. I mean, you can practice your own religion. Cool. Get that. Like, nothing wrong with that, you know. But, like, anything where there's – it's just crazy, man. I, I, it really seems like 2020 is, like – it's almost like somebody picked 2020 to, like, be the year that we just, like, shine a bunch of light on some shit. Yeah. You no. know, and, like, make hey, it – Hey, man, this 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 stuff, it isn't just 2020. Well, certainly, this certainly. This shit that's been brewing for years, oh, bro. absolutely. Fucking but it's years like, But it's, like, it's like somebody, like, picked – 2020 to be the tipping point year you know oh yeah no and people are fed up man yeah people are fed up it's a crazy fucking year yeah man. fucking people are fed up you know and it's like man that fucking end of it bro it's like it's just so crazy you know and then facebook gets to pick what you think nowadays you know uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck bro like i don't even get to have my own thoughts half the time you know uh, <laughs> it's man, like shit so like, i see i don't have no that so explain that to me man because i don't have no that social media shit well i mean it's just i basically like um me and you could be sitting here having a conversation about something and yeah. then and, you know, you decide, like, oh, let me look that up on my phone really quick. And you do one simple little search on your phone. And then for the next fucking 30 days, like, every time you pick up your phone, get on your laptop, you know, whether it's your work laptop, your home laptop, whatever you do, you know, Facebook is dialed in on you. They know what you want. They know what you're thinking. They know what to give you. They know how to get you to open your wallet and spend your money. And you don't even realize, like, that when you see this ad or you see this shit, you're like, oh, wow, I really want that. You fucking want that because you think you want it. And you didn't, you never would have wanted it. You never would have spent money on it. You never would have indulged in it. Unless Facebook, unless, but because Facebook knew that you were going to spend your money if they let this come across your feed, all of a sudden they got your money. You never would have spent it had they not put you into this algorithm and gave you, like th- when you scroll through your Facebook and I scroll through my Facebook, you're gonna see things that I'm not gonna see and vice versa. And it has you nothing see. to do with our friends list. It has everything to do with what you did outside of Facebook no on your phone shit. and on your laptop. The shit you looked up, the songs that you played on Spotify, like all this fucking shit, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, so like that, that's see, the whole- See, I ne- you know, obviously I don't like log into Facebook and do any of that stuff. <laughs> So, but my Facebook would probably have a lot, whole lot of hibachi <laughs> and strippers. Right. Like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Hibachis yeah, you, and strippers you, and you, Cardi, you. Cardi B videos. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's all I search on that shit. Yeah, man. So, probably. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's just it. A lot yeah, of ass and, shaking. And you would have, and you would have been scrolling through your Facebook thinking like, oh yeah, like, like it was normal, but like yeah. it was there because it was put there because somebody knows what you want and they're oh, trying shit, to get huh? you to open your wallet. Simple Damn, as that, bro. And, and that's why, you know, the whole, there's a lot going on. Like The man's and, tracking you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. shit. 
So I got my shot. So basically, the man's tracking me right now. Fuck yeah! You, they, you got fucking little, <laughs> watching little, us with the satellite because yeah, you, they put a tracker. <laughs> oh man, you uh, know uh, the new boss here, the UMLRC. He's an ex CIA guy. Right, I right. think he'd be cool as shit to have on here one day. We got to have him one oh, day. Oh, certainly, get all, certainly. Get old John Dolan all sauced up and bring him <laughs> on here. See. See if he could tell us about the Kennedy killing and shit, you know? So, oh, shit. Man, dude, but... You're going to get us killed, Carlos. Uh, <laughs> listen, I gave a disclaimer at the beginning. So, you know, um, but, you know, what John... Uh, why, John, though, let's just call you John. <laughs> Ryan was sitting here in the office. You got to hear a lot of the people call, phone calls that happen throughout the day and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And uh, one of the... Uh, things that a couple people said was that they're like they love the podcast but then they go hey you know you don't have any educational shit on there <laughs> <laughs> not yet so this one will be coming out after the our first educational one which would be the one coming out this week while we're recording you know what i mean well this is we're posting this one this weekend oh we're posting this one this week yeah Check. so so, so the next, next weekend so what's what's this weekend uh let's see today's the 29th um we're gonna. This is gonna come out on the second of January, so right after the new year. So on the 9th of January, will be like our first like educational podcast. Oh, cool. Cool. So what we're basically gonna do is starting on the 9th. Um, oh, we'll also tell everybody this. So yeah. we've been posting every two weeks. Yeah. Um, our plan now is to post every week, every yeah. Saturday. But what we're gonna do is basically what you guys have kind of been witnessing up to this point. Um, we're gonna do episodes along the lines of that uh, every other week, and then the weeks in between, we're gonna do educational stuff. So yeah. like, we'll do this one today, we'll put this out here in a few days on the second, and then on the ninth, you guys will get, you know, I don't, it won't be sober, but you know, we'll be, uh, yeah. we'll be educational, we'll have an agenda, we'll follow it. Yeah. Um, Almost to a T. <laughs> yeah, we'll try our um, best. You know, yeah. I mean, we're still going to get fucked up and do you know. it. Like, you know, you got to understand that this is an outlet for us, too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it was good that we started the way that we did. It really allowed people to get a chance to know us, you know, because yeah. if you if we would have just started with like straight up education, like it, it might have yeah. been, it might have worked out. But I think a lot of the people that are going to listen are going to. Um, enjoy the educational content just a little bit more now that they they know who we are a little bit. They've yeah. kind of figured out you know what we're about, you know how we think. Um, but yeah, I mean it's all all in divine timing, man. You know, yeah, so. absolutely, man. And you know, it's on. Uh, it's fucking funny as shit. Like the uh, the people that like recognize. Like I said, I know somebody the last time. I'm like, man, this dude. Like uh, I went to another call the other day where. This dude wanted to take a selfie and shit, and like, I'm like, damn. I'm like, man, people are really recognizing. The uh, the uh, oh wow, I just yeah. tasted that. People at home <laughs> tested tasted that. So you know, so it's pretty cool, man. I, yeah, I really yeah. do. I really do like that the the company name is getting out there. You know, yeah. enrollment is showing it. I think you know we've got more people in this. So we got people coming from Dominican Republic. Yeah, we got a group of guys and uh, yeah. gals coming up uh, here in, in January, end, of, end of January. January yeah, man. so even and even Doctor Abel, man, he's been saying like, man, people are listening to the stuff and it's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, hopefully this January we'll get to uh, when he comes in for class, we'll get to uh, podcast him and yeah, we'll take advantage of that. We'll time down, <laughs> you know. Um, but put a mic in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> then, well, maybe around in and around his mouth. <laughs> Smack him with yeah, everything. <laughs> keep everything COVID friendly. You know, uh, but no, man, I, like I said, bro, no complaints. Like, I'm going to leave the year with no complaints. Yeah. You know, absolutely. it is the year. It is what it is, you know, and it's like um, I'm not mm -hmm. a big fan of the holidays, you know, um, the, like November to 
December is usually like the time for bad shit to happen to me for some reason in my lifetime. And this is, I just don't welcome the holiday. I'm ready to fucking be done. You know, Christmas, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so, right. Um, but I do have some, uh, I would say, somewhat educational shit to like talk about. People are horrible at decision making. I'm noticing that, um, you know, we get certain people come through class and then you see them out in the world and working and they'll call you, man, I had this call. And they completely make a different decision that they weren't taught to do. And it's all based on like what the other person's going to think about what they're going to do. So like sometimes if you're going with the flow of like the call, for example, when it isn't obvious that somebody needs to be intubated, but they're giving you subtle signs that they need to, mm-hmm. and you're the only one seeing it, um, some people gonna fight you on it. They're right? Gonna, hey, this guy can't. You know, nah, man, I wouldn't do it. You know, um, man, let's not do it. Because and then you go, okay, no, I've never been that person. I've never been the person to go, nah, let's. If I see it and I feel it needs to be done, let's let's do it right now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, whether it's, you know, medical or anything. Yeah. You know, like, you see where, hey, man. I've gotten better at everything that I do because I've been wrong at it so many times, bro. Yeah. So you like, heard me You heard me say that today when I was talking to somebody. I was like, dude, oh, yeah, what's yeah. made me good at doing what I do is fucking it up so many times. Yeah. Like, and, and, if, you, and if you go through somebody that goes, hey, I've never fucked up in their way. I've never done this. And that's a person that's never, never tried. fucking <laughs> tried yeah. anything ever in their whole entire life. Yeah. So I'll give you this scenario, okay? You go, um, this is a good one, bro, because this brings up a lot of conversation where I work. All right, so you get called to a scene of a stroke alert. Okay. All right? You arrive at the stroke alert, and uh, the fire department brings us, you know, you meet the fire department on a field, and you're going to take the patient to a uh, a uh, uh, interventional stroke center, which means they have the... A radiologist that can pull the clot right out and all that shit. So it's a top-notch stroke center, which is why they call you. Okay, so you get there and you and you look in the back of the V, and the person looks to be like they're fucking seizing. They're in their vehicle. They're in the or in, in the back in, of the rescue. In the back of the rescue. Okay, full-on seizure. You know, and they go, oh, they just started doing this. You give them medication. The seizure stops. They um. They, you know, give them a little bit, trying to try to come around. Uh, two or three minutes has gone by. Snoring respirations. You know, seventy-eight year old person. Um, cancer history. DNR. Okay. All right. Is an active stroke alert. You with me so far? I'm tracking. Snoring respirations. Do you intubate that patient? Um. If you've adjusted the airway and done like your simple, you know, like it's not getting any better than I off the riff, I would say, I would say, yeah, because for whatever reason, like if, if they're not breathing well on their own, I really don't think it matters what's going on at that time. I think you need to make sure you maintain that airway. And the only way you can do it best is if you control it. So let's do a little uh, uh, as the road return theater here. OK. All right. So you're on, you're the guy you, you you're the flight person came in. Right. And um, um. I'm telling you, hey, Brian, uh, yeah, hey, man, I understand this guy snoring respirations, but we're not going to intubate him. Okay. Go ahead. Um, well, basically, uh, really quick, you might see, I would, I would take into consideration that if you're opposing what I want to do, and that's to intubate, and you're telling me you don't want to, 
Um, whether you're the shot caller or not, I'm still going to, as a matter out of respect and out of consideration for the patient, I'm going to ask you why you don't want to, because maybe you see something or know something I don't. Um, but if you just can't give me a good reason, or even if you have a reason and you think it's a good reason, but I still don't agree with it. And I still believe, or even if I can kind of see your perspective and understand where you're coming from, but I still believe what I believe in because I know what I know. Um, I'm going to make sure that the intervention that I want to provide is provided. Um, you know, hopefully if I'm the shot caller, I can make that happen. If I'm not, and the person who I'm talking to, you know, supersedes my authority, I'm going to hopefully, you know, uh, if I don't have anybody else to go to, I guess all I have to do is run with that and just, you know, kind of let them do their thing. You know, I don't, you so know. So cle clearly you're out of character, right? Because I'm still in character. So I'm going to go like, I'm going to point out this piece of yellow paper and go, hey, man, it says clearly here, do not intubate on this patient. Ah, it's DNR tracking. Yeah. So do you want to intubate this patient? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it says here, do not intubate, man. I, I wouldn't do that. Man, you see how quickly it is to get you to yeah. think, right? Yeah. Quickly it is to get you to think. Well, the, the bottom line, and this is my, again, my opinion, and I will go as far as to say this is how I practice, bro. The minute you call me and you call the stroke alert on this patient, right. you made that piece of yellow paper null and void. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because now I got a snoring respiration patient that you stroke alerted that I have to put in a CT scanner. So what do I do when we put them in the CT scanner? Not breathe for them? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you do? Like, so the big thing is that the choice ain't is not there anymore. Like, they do not intubate. You, yes, we would like to follow this person's wishes. But the reality is you've put, you've put me in a Rocking a, hard a position, rocking yeah. a hard place thing, bro. So now I have to secure this airway. Yeah, I can't let this person die. Right, right. Okay. Here goes another one. Okay, okay, because this is another one. This is a good one. You get called to a dissecting aneurysm. Okay. He's at a hospital, and you're taking him from that hospital <coughs> to another hospital to uh, to get that the the cardiovascular. Uh, chest surgeon is going to fix this problem for him. Okay. Okay. This is like a, like a, again, another man in his mid 70s. Um, have you ever seen anybody that's about to, like, the thing's about to go bust? Like the aneurysm? Oh, about no. To dissect? Never. Oh, bro. Let me tell you, man. 20 years of this, they look exactly the fucking same. And it could be a tiny little lady. It could be a big, tall guy. It could be a fucking fat person, whatever. So they look so uneasy. So unrelieved. And this is the only way I can describe it. Just like almost agitated um, because of this pain. And they're pacing the room. They can't sit still. And this is how this person looked, right? So we get there and it looks as they're pacing around. And I go, and then my other partner, um, he's been doing it for a long time. He's been fuck longer than me, man. He was, him and Moses were in medic school together. <laughs> so like this dude. He sees the same shit. Like, he goes, man, this thing's going to go. And I couldn't believe he said it out loud. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> shit the fuck up. So, but <clears throat> this guy's got DNR as well. Okay? So, we put him in the, you know, one of the, the thing that this person needs is speed. <laughs> they don't need a medic. They don't need a flight nurse. They just need a fucking fast ride. This is one of the, one of the times that I think we, you know, so we tell the pilot, just keep the fucker thing running. We're going to load the person up and go. I don't give a fuck, man. Let's just go. Um... And then you just get ready. 
So the way this dude looked when we got there, I go, man, there is no way we'll make this ride. It's a fucking seven-minute ride. I said, man, we ain't making the ride. It's sure as fuck we would make the ride. So we, you know, get the guy intubated, start working a code on him. But it's a DNR. The guy just died. <coughs> the guy just died. <clears throat> so do you work the code? I've never been in that position. Like, um, but it's, I don't know, man. I guess... Uh it's tough. I mean, as, as much as, you know, the DNR is there, I guess it comes into play in a certain way, circumstantially. You know, it just, it kind of depends, man. Um, but, I mean, I guess legally, uh, maybe not, you know. I mean, what are you supposed to do, you know? like. I oh, mean, man, you bring up an excellent point. So, what do you think happens legally if you don't work this code? Here's a DNR. So, I say, let's not work it. Well, the, can you take that patient out of your helicopter, I, I, out of your ambulance, and put, him in, and put him inside the hospital? Is the hospital going to take you? No. No. You got to be actively working that code. Yeah. Hospital does not register. It's not a morgue, right? right? So they don't take fucking dead people. Right. They take people in the process of dying, right? So that means there's somebody actively resuscitating them. So if me and my partner don't work the code on this guy... Then what happens? Well, you're flying to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're fucked, right? So, yeah. we're you know, so you, again, so this question we put out there, and, uh, you know, maybe people will uh, send uh, messages or do whatever, put comments and stuff on this. And um, I ask, tell me what you think. I really want to know people's opinion on this. And those two cases, fucking die guy dies in the fucking helicopter, with a DNR, do you just not do anything? I'm telling you that I'm going to do. I'm going to work this code. Can the doctor stop the code when we get to the hospital? Absolutely. That's his prerogative. But do I have the ability to do that? And then my answer is no. Because the, when you read the way the law is written, that means that helicopter just became a crime scene. Mm. So you got to call the police in. They're going to do an investigation. You know, um, and then the coroner comes in, they do all that stuff because the hospital should not take you in. Right. And if the hospital does take you in, what's the hospital going to do? They're going to start CPR. They're going to start resuscitation. At that point in time, shit, it's been like, hey, I haven't done anything for 10 minutes. What's a futile attempt? Yeah. So that's on you. I feel, and this is, again, Carlos's opinion, that you can be defended for doing, but you cannot defend not doing, yeah. you know, that's a big, uh, that's that's huge, man. Like I, I've, it's a almost a pet peeve has become, and I don't know why I've had so many of these recently, um, but we have a bunch of them, and like luckily I've been those uh, circumstances I've been flying with somebody cool, that really understood where I was coming from, and I didn't have to m have much conversation with them on this, you know, and like yeah. hey man, they get this is jump <laughs> to it and let's get it done. Um, because at the end of the day, man, it's hard to defend not doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can always justify, hey, I gave this drug because I thought this was going on and this is what needed to happen. Right. You know. Versus I seen something happen and I didn't do anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, that's just kind of you, you throw a little bit of a couple of cases that happened, you know, and see how people react to them, man. You know, and how you, just like, hey, there is uh not everything's black and white. But, yeah, you yeah. know, there's a lot of whole gray area in everything we do. And um, I mean, I think that's educational enough. More shot, more drinking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. See, I'm going to get this 
It's backwoods, chocolate, creme brulee, tequila with natural flavors. Yeah, a lot of people that may buy that don't know that that comes with two dicks. So, yeah. so <laughs> it's, uh, uh, if you're looking for something that comes with two dicks, that's what you get right there. Shit, give me a couple of these bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, man, um, a lot to be grateful grateful for, bro. Every the, day, the the, the the end of the year, and like you know, I told you the last podcast came out. People, listen, man, I'm grateful for you, bro. You you do a great job, and and I'm glad you came around, man. Thanks for yeah, having yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and most things that have happened with this company, and I think I said this earlier today when we were in the office working. You know, this is something that I, that I started to have a like a legitimate excuse to hang out with my best buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is you know, turned into the thing that it is, you know, when you're talking to universities that want to be part yeah. of you. You get phone calls, people offer you money for your company, you know. It's pretty cool and it's pretty flattering and it's um you know, um we're not for sale. Absolutely not. Right? <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you want to buy a bunch of bad debt? Like, okay, come on over. <laughs> uh, but I think that greatness will come from this. I don't think so. I know so. Yeah. Greatness, <laughs> greatness will come from this, man. And it's just, what a cool fucking environment when you can surround yourself with people who just want to be here. And Yeah. Um. Somebody asked the other day when we were we were in a business meeting, and they asked, uh, "How do you get? Where do you get your instructors from? And how many instructors do you have?" And you <laughs> tell them like, "Well, I'm only like four of these guys, or five or six, maybe." And it's like, really, they're all just people that just hung out, yeah, um, and are here. And yeah, who where the, what they do, they may not be the most you know, and they're in most people's eyes, the most qualified people. But they're the people that they want to be here, exactly, it? yeah. Yeah. And those are the people we can trust people with, you know, like um, you can't trust people's lives with just anybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the one thing I was able to do this year, one, you know, like a couple times where I'm not a primary rescuer when we're doing stuff. Like I'm not a guy that uh, never in the history, in the, you know, that we've been around for 30 years, but. In the history of doing the rescue company one, where I happen not to be the fucking primary rescuer guy on um, evolution or anything, like I'm able to sit back and watch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's how much I fucking trust the dudes that are around here now. Cause I've, dude, there ain't never been a time where I don't have some scuba gear on and I'm in there, you know. And yeah, a couple yeah. times I've been able to just like fucking, you know, just not stand have, back and yeah, observe. Not have to be that guy, you know. Yeah. So. Um, you know, in the situations where there's like, you know, we're short, um, we, we got bare minimum people, you know, I'll be in some scuba gear and shit. So, yeah, cause yeah. I hate strapping. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, yeah. so you motherfuckers will always have to strap. <laughs> uh, I'm never strapping. I'm gonna tell y'all fucking right now. It's a good luxury <laughs> of being a boss. So, yeah. um, yeah. So man, that's been cool, man. And that's. The fucking awesomeness of everybody that's been around here. Um, as people evaluate and we do things and we move forward, just knowing that we have pushed the envelope in so many fucking things. Like we've pushed the avenues in uh, in the in the world of rope now, like in swift water and shit like that. When you look, it's like, hey, 
you know, we started off doing it with the greatest of intentions and we try to do things right. And then we realize that a lot of people out there don't do shit right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. A lot of people that you don't do shit like the book says you should do it. And they don't have a fucking good reason why they don't do it. <laughs> It isn't yeah, like no. there's, nev- there's never a good reason to not do things the way they should be. You know, done. like I go, you know, maybe that, you know, these are experienced people. And, you know, you go, hey, well, why don't you guys do this this way? The book says you should do it. The NFPA says you should do it this way. Why don't you do it that way? And they don't have a fucking good reason why. Because they, they know why. And if you tell them what the reason is, is they don't want to hear it. But there's only one reason people don't do things the way that they're supposed to be done. And it's the lack of love and compassion for your fellow man. Whatever it is I do, before I do anything else, I figure out, like, I I address that first. Yeah. Like, and when you address that first, everything else falls into place. Like, yeah, I mean, and it's good to have a guy like you, because, like, you know, it's always good to have a good uh, bad cop and a good cop. (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> so you know i'm watching um you know i was showing you yesterday like multiple videos right like different places to do the things that we're teaching and yeah stuff yeah like yeah that. and then i always wonder like why does a person have a regular uh flotation device on in a inside of a helicopter like does that seem wrong to you after working here for so long. Oh, yeah, certainly, 100%. Yeah, right. Like an already inflated or like uh, just. Yeah, like a foam. You don't even you know, f- inflate. Yeah, it's just yeah. already floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so like. <laughs> Got a noodle wrapped around. Yeah, exactly. So like having a, like a swift water PFD inside the helicopter, that should be fucking wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So why do we see a lot of people that do this, you know, helicopter aquatic shit? I answered that. Black. Of attention to detail to to their love and compassion for their fellow man, like, like yeah, like I get it, <laughs> like like I, it would make you know like our our policy and procedure, as as I've written it, basically would be if we're deploying a person into a swift water situation, so we're going to deploy a person into the water, swift water. Our swimmer is going to change into his PFD. Uh, before he gets to the door. Yeah. So, like, basically within the next two or three minutes of him changing, he's deploying out. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I'm tracking. Yeah, so in the next two to three minutes of him changing PFDs, he's going to be deploying out. If we're deploying him into a surf water situation um, or a surface water situation where he's going to be just a regular swimmer, there's not a fast moving water situation he is gonna be wearing a non you know a pfd that's got co2 right right that if he needs to inflate it he inflates it you know what i mean yeah absolutely so um you know so it's, it's just you know the things I'm, I'm like wondering as i watch things that people do and different i'm like man that's crazy yeah i think more times than not people are letting themselves and everybody else around them down and don't even realize it yeah um you know like they they get put through training iterations and they they don't realize the the important steps that are just being completely omitted or forgotten about or just um you know invalidated and and it's those simple little things the attention to detail to the to those life-saving variables that you know it's like we don't train in this type of pfd in this situation because of this and if you do it another way there's a good chance you're in chance your chances of not going home tonight to your family have drastically increased because of 
of that that simple thing. And um, well, I hate being called an asshole over the shit. Like people go like, man, this guy new to new to the game, you know, and like, you know, well, I'm not fucking new to the game. I've been through swift water multiple times and surf you know surface water training i've been a lifeguard i've done all the shit man like that ain't my first time being here and i got 20 years of flying in helicopters so it's like when you're doing something stupid i'm gonna call it out yeah absolutely and it doesn't matter whether you're new to the game or not like if you see something stupid and you call it out and you do it tactfully respectfully and it's obvious that it all stems from the consideration and the concern for your the well-being of yourself and your team members and you want to make sure that even if they don't realize where they're letting themselves down like you want these motherfuckers to get home to their family yeah and if that's really where you're coming from it doesn't yeah, matter if I, you got here tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers gonna be like okay i see you bro like yeah and that's the problem is you know uh well yeah i've, I've, I've said my piece <laughs> you, you've never done saying your piece dude <laughs> that's just it like i gotta it's, tell myself i've said it or i'll just uh, keep going you motherfucker hey, salute bro <laughs> Salute, dude. You know, man, you're the most opinionated motherfucker around here sometimes. That's because I care about people, bro. Oh, I, I, I appreciate it. Like, listen, and not not that anybody else doesn't appreciate right, it. Right, but I just, I'm no, a vocal person. Nobody's <laughs> been complaining about it. I just like to fucking point out that you're an opinionated motherfucker, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, and like, you're passionate about when you're expressing your opinion. Yeah, I care, man. Oh, like, dude, like... uh I think I was talking. Like, I feel like if I if you can't make me feel the way I make you feel when I talk, then what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I I, I love it, man. And like, the drunker you are, <laughs> god damn, that passion gets turned up. Twenty twenty. Listen, dude, you 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 are fucking. <laughs> I've never really, I've never met a soul like you, man. That's the funniest thing, <laughs> you know, that other than, other than, you know, the other dude we were talking to yesterday that I told you, I said, man, this dude's a lot like you. And uh, we were talking with Brother Will yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the phone, yeah. On the phone. And I'm like, man. Dude this, sound like a cool cat, man. Yeah, dude, he's a, he's a old school, like, you ever met one of those, like, army dudes that you just don't know exactly what he did? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, you go, man, what did he do? And then he'll change the subject on you and shit like that. So like that that dude, but obviously knowledgeable human being, and um, like knowledgeable passes certifications. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you go, man. That like no. Nope. It's like you. <laughs> well, I'm not a knowledgeable dude as far you know, man. Like I'm a I'm a. He says that, but I'm myself a, and a million other people will sit here and tell I'm you. I'm a student of the game, bro. Right? Yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a student of this. So like you know that's that's who I am, bro. I'm still trying to perfect being a new guy, and uh, that's me. Like, and that that's how you express. That's how I I witness you expressing your extreme levels of care and compassion is through your your tenacity and like absorbing it and learning new things. Like yeah, you you go out into that bird and you fly or you get in that rescue or whatever, and you you want the ball. And you know that you can only say that and believe that and put yourself in that position and not let anybody else down unless you are the guy who should have the ball. Yeah, like man. You, uh, you, you say you want the ball because you are the guy who is supposed to have the ball because of what you know and because of the time and the effort and everything that you put in to the end game. You know, but I was a new guy, I wanted the ball too. And it was probably given to you a lot more than it was to a lot of other new guys because – of your demeanor and your and your yeah, I mean, I mean, some people and what you want. Some people wallflower with themselves, man, when they yeah. don't have to, you know. And it's like that's the thing, you know. Um, 
I, at the fire department now where I'm at, like I'll notice that there is a quite a divide between the the new dude that wants it and the new dude that doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you meet those people, bro, it's kind of hard to like take the, the the. And then you, you know, I've addressed. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Like I've addressed the non like the wallflower people before, and like going, like, "Hey, man, you want in the game?" You know, like, uh, you know, they hem and haw about it. I can't remember ever being that way. Right. Yeah. I was always like, yeah, I'm in, man. Let's I was, go. Yeah. Yeah, and even if I knew, I didn't know, I'm like, hey, listen, man, I've never done this before, but I'm going to make up for my lack of knowledge with enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. I basically, <laughs> you know? I remember, wasn't, did I tell you the story about when I was on boot camp and my drill sergeant knocked no. me out? Yeah. Yeah. So I was in basic back in, uh, fuck. God, 2005, some shit like that. <laughs> oh, so, man. so, anyways, um, <laughs> we're, we're sitting there. We're getting ready to we're getting ready to start our combatives and everything, and we're just doing some hand to hand <clears throat> uh, combat drills. And uh, it was like day one. Drill Sergeant Roach. I'll never forget this guy, bad motherfucker, man. And uh, he was like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna work on some chokes, and you know, we're gonna learn how to pass each other out." He goes, "I'm not really supposed to do this." He was like, "But uh, I need a volunteer." I'm gonna knock one of you guys out, or <laughs> pass one of you guys out, bro. Before he got done talking, like I was, I was you're, standing you're up. You're ready to be bro, I, Everybody else like turned around, like somebody was calling them from somewhere else. Uh, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, let's yeah, do yeah. this, bro. I'm and, ready to go unconscious, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit, you're not. He uh, was like, all right. He goes sit down. And I sat between his legs, put me in a rear naked choke, and next thing I know, he was telling me something, and then I woke up and I was like what the fuck, you know? That's but I was crazy, like, that dude. was cool, and but we developed like. A respect for each other right there bro he was like yeah you're the only motherfucker that raised your hand and was like fuck yeah knock me out bro yeah, yeah let's do it yeah i won't you be know, unconscious let's, let's do this you <laughs> know like i'd rather be involved in the, <laughs> i'd rather be involved in the task than, uh, yeah. Than, like, yeah, yeah no so, man it's just, that's just always been the the shit man like yeah. i'm all about let's get up in this motherfucker yeah. man and let's find out what these guts do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know have I fucked myself up over it yeah, oh, yeah. multiple times man mm. I got burnt legs to show it and uh, a broken one to show it and I'm like hey <laughs> we may be doing this wrong but let's find out if we are or not right you know? right right I think that that um, do you think in this world right now that there is a a softer generation coming up behind us certainly um god i think that's a whole other episode <laughs> well without getting too crazy into it do you think that like like there is a softer generation or it's just a different way of they are because maybe the generation before us thought that we were going to be soft yeah man uh <clears throat> there's isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. Is it softer or is it different? You know, is I don't know. It's like right. That's just the question. Like is so before we started there, before we started recording, I was talking to this guy Rick Cloud, and on the phone, and he was a fireman, old school Jake from way back. He's a fireman along like same time as you know we have same time as being a firefighter as us, and I think that you know. That early, that that uh, late '90s time, you know, early 2000s and stuff like that, we were catching the the old school like back construction fires, you know that that stuff did like you know, mm. um, some of the newer guys may never see these types of fires, you know what I mean? They're more rare now than they were back then. 
Yeah. And, and obviously the <laughs> techniques of doing things and stuff like that have improved. Gear has improved and stuff like that. I am 100% convinced, such as is the, the most of the people that do, that, you know, are responsible for the health of firefighters, is that, that this job brings cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, we had a gentleman pass away, uh, as well as today, not, not Steve, but we had another gentleman. He was here, uh, like, on a, like, charity thing. He was bilateral lung cancer, passed away last night. Firefighter in Texas. And we were talking about getting him home yesterday and stuff like that. You know, we had volunteered to fly with him and do all the shit, you know. And um, anyways, long story short, bro, this dude dies, you know, and um, he's young, man. Cancer. Yeah. Ten years as a firefighter. No history of cancer in his family. That's from the fucking job. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So what me and this guy were talking about was like, where is our cancer? Like, are we? where do we miss it? You know, and like, man, I'm scared. Sometimes I get a bump somewhere. I'm like, oh, shit, this is it. You know, <laughs> and, um, and I'm wondering, you know, like, why does it skip some people, you know, and some other people get it? And it's just like, knock on wood, not that I'm asking to get it or anything like that. But and then why do fucking the why does the establishment still fight it? Even though there's laws that say this shit's presumptive. Right. Why is an insurance company going to fight the fact that this man Every fucking third day would show up to work and and fucking, you know, made a commitment to get cancer so other people wouldn't get it. Yeah. Right? And then they're going to fight this motherfucker's. Yeah, yeah. It's a goddamn shame. It's this, you know, man, it's like, that's wrong. And yeah. it's just like, man, like, but everybody knows it's wrong. Yeah. They've written books about this shit, man. I come to this thought. You asked me, are we getting softer? Yeah. I think we're becoming more conscious. Back in the day, you could tell everybody, even if they didn't know, like, the consequences um, to the extent that we know now. Like, when you expose yourself to the, the culture of being a firefighter, you know, for as a career path. Yeah. Um, but imagine if you went back 20, 30 years and you, you traveled back in time and you told these guys, like, hey, look— um, this is what's going to happen to you. Like, I don't think a whole lot would have changed because it wasn't the culture and it was more of a, like a suck it up type attitude. Um, but I, I think we get a lot of times, uh, I think it's a very, it's a big spectrum, but I don't think we're really softer as much as people think we are. I think we're becoming more aware of and conscious of the effects that we're having on ourselves and our environment. And, um, you know, we're, we're learning how to mitigate these these uh, these things that are happening to our bodies. You know, like we're not we're not softer because we're trying to be compensated for because of the, the detriment we've caused to our bodies, you know, through the service of, you know, um, our careers. But rather we're, we're we want justice. We want to be understood. We want people to understand, like what we're going through. Um, we need the support. We need the uh, uh, we need people backing it. Like there's I don't know, man, it's it's it's. Uh, God damn. Um, we need to question things, right? You know, and, and, yeah. and the world should be questioned. That, and that's just it. We're, we're, yeah. we're at that stage where we're questioning everything. And, and a lot of it's taken as being soft or um, just not being able to suck it up. But, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times that's the case, you know. But yeah. like, it, we're, it's such a crazy time, dude. Like, uh, and, and, you know, as much as people go, it's a crazy time, I, I, I don't really think this is any different than any other time. And, and this is why I say it. Like, if you look back, you know, 
um, and you read books about what happened during like the Vietnam War, for example, you know, there was the people that, you know, fuck the government needs me to go that, that, you know, my president needs me to go do this. I'm going to go fucking do it. And then there was the people that opposed it, right? And then protested. And, you know, those people thought where they were to be weird to question the authority and the establishment, right? So the reality is that I think that in both cases, the people that question the authority, the people following things, they're both right in their way. Yeah. You know, and um, and then there's an answer in between for both of them, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and we... So many people grow up so differently, like in the same age groups. Like, for instance, like I live in Orlando. We live in Orlando, and people who grew up in Orlando. I'm I'm 34 years old. You ask any male or female who grew up in Orlando or the Central Florida yeah. area, um, unless you you know you're you're a backwoods type family, and you know you know what it's like to live up in the backwoods. You have no idea. You don't have the slightest. You couldn't possibly fathom what it was like growing up in a neighborhood where I grew up, where your house stayed warm and you had hot water for the bath and you were able to cook your food because your family went and felled some trees and you quartered them up and you brought home a quart of wood stacked it in the driveway and you chopped wood all winter long in three work. feet you of snow and that, you kept yeah. your house warm your food cooked and your bath water hot that is something that a lot of people have no idea i'm 34 years old that's how i grew up people out here don't have the fucking slightest idea what hard work is. Some of them do. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, 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 man. But like as far culturally, like there are some of us who are the same age who grew up so different. And then we get to this place where we, we get become opinionated and we get surprised at how different we are. Yeah. And um, it, not that one's better than the other. I'm no, certainly no, not it's saying just, that, it's but it's like there's such exposure a, to life, right? Yeah, absolutely. So like, and, you know, they, they the, the person may not know what they, sometimes is, not ignorance, it's just you don't know what you don't know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, we, and then because of that, you know, you just have, it's, it creates division, it creates a misunderstanding. Um, yeah, there's so many variables in play, oh, man. Oh, no, man, and you know that, brother, like, that, it's, you gotta have an openness to, to, to learning. Yeah. And that's where I think that sometimes, I, I think the only ignorance is the person that's not willing to listen to the other person's yeah. point of view. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're not willing to learn from somebody else, then you're fucking going to be so close to life. And, and it's just, man, growth stops. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. Growth completely stops. If you yeah. think that a younger person couldn't teach you something at your state in life, then you're fucked, man. Because oh, yeah. You're going to fucking... That, that kid may experience something you may have never fucking even yeah. thought about even existed out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And that fucking person brings it up and you yeah. go, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that. You yeah. know, man. I listened to a 13-year-old boy, an 18-year-old girl the same way I listened to an 80-year-old man trying to tell me something. Like, both, all of you, everybody knows something I don't and I'm waiting to hear it. Like, even from a wrong point of view... You can learn something. Yeah, I can learn how not to do something. Like, yeah. like, it's like, just, damn! Had you had not showed me just how not to do that, I might have done that. Yep. And absolutely. You know, I was telling you about somebody the other day that like, um, um, went on. Uh, you know, it was a dude that was trying to get a dog certified, like a FEMA dog certified. Okay. And the dude failed at getting that. That dog never got certified. Right. Right. But when you look at it as a collective, like as a whole. You, the, the, the dog shouldn't even gotten as close as it did. Okay. Yeah. So that failure, that, that shows you that, like, this dog failed by very little. By the skin on its teeth. By the you skin know. of its teeth. And, like, it... And due to its predisposition, it probably never should... Shouldn't even been, been there. Yeah. Shouldn't even been there. 
You know, it's like a fat kid trying to win a hundred a hundred yard dash. Right. And you go, and he no came way. in second. <laughs> he came in second. You go, God he, damn. Didn't, he didn't win, but that fat motherfucker almost made it, right? Yeah. That right there yeah. is a win. Absolutely. hundred percent. That's a fucking win. All day in my book. You know what I mean? And I've always said that, and this is what I'll close this shit up with, you know, with this year and everything that's happened is that, you know, I've starting this company starting in the route that we in again i started trying to start something that i was gonna hang out with my buddy whether we made it or not you know what i mean yeah we were 100 percent invested to me me right now netflix netflix taking on blockbuster oh yeah that's what i feel this company is you know, years yeah. ago, nobody would ever fucking thought Netflix were going to fucking take on a monster like that. I Don't said, you miss that, though? We're like walking in the blockbuster, <laughs> <laughs> looking through the yeah, shelves, yeah, thinking hey. how you thought it was just to cover the, the display one. There was no movies behind it. Not for <laughs> one fucking minute. <laughs> <laughs> Not for one fucking minute, <laughs> oh, man. I don't shit. miss those big fucking red box machines. It's all alphabetical order. You're like, yeah, oh, fuck shit, my movie's shit, not bro. here. <laughs> you know, like, you get stuck <laughs> with Rainbow 3 every time because nobody, everybody else had the good shit. Not for a fucking minute. Oh, shit. Bro, who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought, Ryan? You know, yeah. who would have thought that shit would have changed? And when you take on everybody else has told us that why the fuck are y'all doing this? Why the fuck do y'all change? Who started this? Where can we go work if we get this? Those phone calls, those things, those bad emails, that shit. I've, you know, granted, I've never been the guy to have to answer people shit back for that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, every single person that's had your job before has to come to me and ask me, hey, man, how do I answer this shit? How do I say this to them? And, like, listen, man, if you've ever gotten a response from us, it's like, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, is the reason, you know, like, we're here because we know that we have the information people need. Yeah. And the information people need, and if we can train one person to go do that thing again and again, and if that one person touches 10 people those 10 people touch other people yeah we fucking fix the world bro oh yeah you know we fix the world i don't give a fuck whether we ever make a dollar out of this fucking thing right but it, man if there's a fucking hundred babies born because we saved one fucking person hell yeah we fucking won hell yeah everybody have a good year later man <laughs> later right <laughs>